Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. What's up, beer community? Uh, we have a good show for you tonight. Um, we got uh, Joey and Steve on uh, as co-hosts tonight. Chris Butler here has a flat tire, so send them all your uh, positive vibes, and uh, yeah, we're good. Here's your host here, Chad, also known as Chin Strap Chad. <laughs> We got <laughs> we got traveling man Steve, and we got the panda, the panda himself, <laughs> Joey Hamilton. What's up, guys? What do you got? What's up? What are we? Uh, anyone drinking anything good? I am. I, I right. got the uh, more more brewing uh, Chem Connection Rye IPA that uh, I think either the I think it was Steve. Or Lars from Chicago sent me this. Nice. What about you, Joey? That's very, very nice. I've actually got two beers open because i got one warming up. Um, the one that I'm about halfway through is the Barbarian. It's an IPA from Hitchhiker. Pretty sure this one came from Greg Whiting. Um, and then uh, the one that I have uh, warming up is um, from Pulpit Rock. Chad sent this to me today. It's the uh, the Sumatra Pour Over Porter. Um, and I've, I've had a couple of sips off of it, and it's that shit's going to change me, dude. Oh my god! Nice, nice. I'm I'm a, drinking I might anyway. have to go actually get one of those. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, bro, you can I... probably use a little coffee <laughs> and water. Uh, I had. A, I do an need water. Yeah. Hop swap. Hop swap. I had an Aslan hop swap earlier, and now I'm drinking a Cane Morning Bell. Nice. And uh, yeah, I figure I'd go from hops to a porter because I wanted I should have done two New Jersey beers because I'm watching the Devils and the Rangers and you know need the Devils to pull through. So New Jersey always helps, but it's not helping right now. So we'll see where it takes me. Yeah, how's that game going? Is it, two, is it still two one Rangers? No, it's three two Rangers now. Devils tied it up. Rangers literally just scored. So that's terrible. I hate the Rangers Bye. so much. More. And all their fucking fans. Sorry, any any drama-free Ranger fans. I love you for your beer. I hate your hockey team, though. I I I, I hear you and your hate of New York. I do as a Boston fan. Oh, damn. All right, so uh, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Hawks. Hawks aren't even in a playoff spot right now, man. Hey, get get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna delete you right now. There's a big X. There's a big X. Uh, I can delete you, and you can go away, Steve. I'm sorry. No. No. No X. It's a plus sign. Stand your ground. <laughs> you decided to stand your ground. This is funny. All right. Well, I know uh, oh, Chris Butler was going to be the star of the show. He's going he's gonna, to uh, control it tonight because, frankly, um, our show's without – Somebody else controlling has been pretty, you know, what, chaos? Yeah. Yeah, I 
I, I have to take calls. I screen calls. By the way, calls are 646-200-4505. But I think we're in good hands with Steve. Good. I really I'm, do. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I, I, I think he's, he's good. He He's a little distracted. He's watching a shitty-ass hockey game. No, and no, uh, two hockey I'm more teams. Distracted by my, more distracted by my beer than the game at this point. There you go. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, uh, you know, Joey, who is always fun to talk to. Um, but, uh, Joey, Steve, should we go to number 15 right away? Uh, no. or Without sh- Derek and Chris? That would oh, be like, shit. I know. We need everybody here. I know. We exactly. need everybody again. Everybody. So number fifteen, the number fifteen, the elusive number fifteen. It waits another week at least. Another week. Maybe we so, maybe we start uh, twenty eighteen with the fifteen. <laughs> oh, I like, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, go ahead, Steve. It's it's all yours. All right. Buddy. So so we talked about what we were drinking, and uh, let do. Does anyone have any plans to drink anything good over the holiday weekend? What are you saving for Christmas? Christmas Eve. Uh, any any whales, any bottles you're hanging on to for the for the holiday, Chad? Um, well, I just got three boxes, and I'm gonna drink them all for the holidays. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna drink the boxes? Oh. Every box, every bottle in the box. I got a box nice. from Corey. I got a box from uh Kevin Reed. I got a box from Andrew Hill down in Florida who has just stunned me. I've never been stunned in the beer world, but I'm going to tell you what, Andrew Hill has stunned me tonight. Nice. What about you, Joey? You me... anything? Yeah, there you go. Go ahead, Chad. Go ahead. Um, no, on my, on my end, I don't think there's anything specific. Um, it's going to be it, the nice part about having the holiday is going to be able to have having the girlfriend around and we'll probably just, you know, whatever sickles are fancy, we'll, we'll start digging through. We've got, um, obviously way more than, than what we need. So, uh, we'll, we'll dig through a few of the things. It, it won't be just beer. It'll be a little bit of mead. Um, we've got a, we actually got a really nice bottle of, of red the other day, a bottle of red wine from a buddy of ours who owns a, a, uh, a, a vineyard in Napa. So we probably, we, we might open that with, Open that on uh, Christmas Day once the uh, the rib roast is ready. Awesome. I um I usually get so if so anyone saw my posts earlier uh, either last night or today in Drama Free. I usually do the uh, brewery Christmas beers. I have two through ten. I usually buy two of each year. I drink one that year, then I save one for 2019. Uh, so I definitely have that. I've got a couple of other stouts that I've been saving. Someone sent me uh, I, what is it? Uh, only I didn't say fudge, which is like a chocolate stout based on the Christmas story line. So I'll probably drink that on Christmas Eve, maybe Christmas Day. Um, I don't know. I got a ton of shit, too. You guys saw the box that my Secret Santa gave me. Um, I got a CBS and a Braxis, which I've never had before, uh, Dark Lord. So those could all rear their heads uh, this weekend if I'm feeling so inclined. Got to get them cold, though. So, uh, all right, yeah. so, Chad, I hear I hear you have a story, PR decor story and line etiquette. We were supposed to talk about line etiquette, and you have a story, and uh, we're supposed to start off with the story. So what's what's the deal? Tell us about this story that you had, Chad's PR uh, decor right, so story. 
Line that kick so Yeah, well, you know, kind of. It'd be better if Chris was there because he's been in PR. I don't think Joey. Joey, have you been in PR? I not. So, all right. So, there was a 300 uh, allotment, four balls per person on uh, Saturday morning. And we got there Friday night. We went, you know, we went out. We did a share, and uh, I show we show up. I showed up about three o'clock and put a chair down. I was probably first ten, first fifteen, and then I went back and showered and grabbed my friend and got bottles. You know, everything's cool. We're sharing in line. We're good, and then got bottles. And still had the bottles in my hand, mind you. Walked away from the uh, counter to buy bottles. And I had some dude come up to me and push me. Like, literally put his hands on me. And said, what the fuck are you doing? You've already got bottles. What the fuck are you doing here? And I basically gave some dude that I know my wallet and said... Here's bail money. I'm going to knock this dude out. Like, So my story is, when is it right? Okay, call some dude out. If you want to talk to me, talk to me. You know, but my story is, when is it right to put your hands on somebody else? I mean, probably never, unless he took – unless – like he was behind you and you got the last bottles and your second allotment like screwed him out of bottles. I think uh, that, you know, it's probably never cool to start an actual fist fight. Like, I don't know. I can't see fist fighting over beer. I would be pissed, but I would just say, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm over this. Um, he, so what happened? What was the outcome of it? The outcome was nothing really. Cause the, the, the dude that, did it, texted me uh, today, actually, while I was at another release and said, yo, dude, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to put my hands on you. I'm like, dude, you about got knocked the fuck out. We had a a mutual friend between... No, I I, I didn't know him, per se, but I knew everybody else around him. So he was actually... That was actually what happened was another friend came up and said, Chad, you're drunk? You know, he's drunk, let's not do this, you know, we can figure it out, and he got in my face, and I'm like, fuck it, all right, whatever. I'm I'm too old for this shit. All right, so I guess the the discussion is, uh, Joey, what do you think? Is it, did the dude have a right to be pissed? Is is anyone out of line? Did Chad break line etiquette? Is there such a thing as line etiquette? What, uh... What do you think? Absolutely. Have at it, drama free. I, they I'm call us too. We'll take callers too. Of course, of course, of course. I'm just happy that pretty much everyone in Denver is too damn high to get into a fight. Shit doesn't happen here. I mean, everyone's really, 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 really cool in lines. Um, there's not a ton of drinking in lines, thankfully, um, in most releases here here in Denver. Um, so. That man, that part, that part is kind of nice. I think maybe it probably keeps from adding fuel to that fire. Um, but everyone's really, really nice in line here in Denver. I mean, you show up, you drop off your chair, or you just drop down a bag or something. People understand. 
Um, you know, the breweries are always very, very good at counting people off. So, you know, who's in line, they give tickets. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're number one, number 250 or number 300, whatever it is, if they've got 300 allotments, there's 300 tickets. As long as you got a ticket, you're going to get your allotment. There's, there's no cutting. There's no extras. There's no nothing. It's all kind of essentially guaranteed for lack of better terms. What are the big breweries out like there it. that, that uh, get the big lines? Um, the, the longest uh, line that I've been in, out here has been a black project. That said, the lines at Oscar Blues can easily be a few hundred deep. Um, for really? The, really? The, 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 really? The rum barrel aged beers and things like Oh, yeah. Because there's no limits. So, first couple guys in line will buy. Honestly, I've seen people buy 20, 30 cases of these beers what? before. So, oh, yeah. Of the barrel aged stuff? The, yeah, the, the, the 1050, right? The 1050? Barrel aged 1050. Rum barrel aged 1050 and things like that. And I'm not trying to get ahead of it. I know we have. Um, there was one item on the list. I thought there was one item on the list, so I don't want to necessarily jump the gun. But you know, mm-hmm. it's, that's one brewery that I don't. That's one brewery I don't go to anymore. I don't drink anything from Oscar Blues anymore because I would go really? and wait in line, and they would start cutting people a certain like. So it was supposed to be unlimited, but then they start uh, imposing limits after like maybe the fifteenth or twentieth or thirtieth person because the first few people would buy so yeah. many beers. And then they mm-hmm. would also change price. They'd also change prices at some point. So that's, yeah, that, that's not cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm they not change that the price. Yeah, that's while people yeah. are in line. Yeah, Oscar Blues. At least the Denver location or the Longmont location um, mm-hmm. is is very very well known for doing that. Um, so that's it's one of those breweries that I don't go. I don't go to. I don't consume their beer. And if someone says, "Hey, can you pick up Barrel Aged Infinity or Rum Barrel Aged Double Death by Coke?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, no, that's somebody else." Yeah, I don't um I don't experience too much like, you know, uh foul play as far as line etiquette out here either. You know, I've been to a couple other half releases and Kane can get pretty crazy if if they're not doing any online stuff. Um the only thing I I kind of agree with well, I don't know. So when Other Half did that crazy triple collab, it was Other Half, Trillium and Monkish, they were releasing three beers that all of them collabed on. People lined yeah. up like maybe nine o'clock the night before for a ten a.m. the next morning release. Thirteen hours before the release, people lined up. Wow, That's ridiculous! Yeah, there was That's like crazy. supposedly there was something close to nine hundred people on the streets in Brooklyn, like wrapping around the block twice, going around the next block, like insane. And other half saw that, and they didn't drop the limits so that everyone online could get like you know whatever they're trying to get if i see yeah. that many people on the street i'm i'm dropping it was like four port packs per person per beer so it's like you see all those people i would i would think you'd drop it to two and yeah. but they didn't they stayed strong at their at their limit and someone was like well what about those people who lined up thinking they were going to get four four packs at nine o'clock the night before what about that person i'm like well maybe they would learn not to line up 13 hours before release and then they get and screwed then you know if i was the brewery i wouldn't want that going on but you know it's a different beast out in brooklyn and it's kind of like yeah you know, it's kind of a party on the streets but i i yeah. kind of i don't know the, i've never heard of a brewery changing the price of a beer during a release right. that's that is yeah that's, that's kind of fucked up yeah no, so it, 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 they it made it more is. expensive yeah, so um, I'm trying to think. It was probably – so, I mean, I guess to tell a full story, um, Oscar Blues is, is also known for if they post that the, you know, they're going to start oh, – they're going to open their doors. They're going to start selling their beer at 10 a.m. 
or at 11 a.m. They will, if there's a line, they will open up two, three hours early to start moving beer. Um, so they, they'll start trying to get beer out the door to try to mitigate the line, that type of thing, which, which I can kind of understand and kind of appreciate. I guess it sort of makes sense. But once they, I don't know what the number is, and I've got a, I guess it's like a tertiary story to this. I don't know where or how they make that decision, but then all of a sudden they'll realize how there's so much left. They'll hit a last pallet or a last, you know, a last room knowing, knowing that facility there in Longmont. Um, but get to that, that last certain amount of beer and then it'd be okay, well we we were supposed to be we, we had a post at twelve fifty or twelve ninety nine and now it's gonna be thirteen fifty or thirteen ninety nine. They always ramp it up by one dollar. Um and I guess kind of piggybacking off that story and, and to what you're saying about other halves, um, Weldworks up in Greeley, one of the things that, that they'll do is they they'll make it known. we we've got a certain amount of beer, we're gonna start selling it on, on this day at this time and we might change the the limits at some point. And we don't know when but once we get to a certain point, if, we're, if it's moving really, really fast, we want to get to the weekend with it so everyone has a chance to come up this weekend and get that beer, um, they'll change limits. Um, and they've done it with bottles. They've done it with cans where it starts out as being no limit, then all of a sudden it's one case. Um, or if it's bottles, they'll start off with a four-bottle-per-person limit, and then it becomes a two-bottle-per-person limit. Um, so they'll, they'll do things like that to try to, I don't say, smooth out, smooth yeah, out no, the number I've, of bottles. I've heard of, so that I've heard of the Everybody gets something. Yeah. I've heard of the limits changing, you know, like uh, if they st- if beer starts flying, you know, I don't magnify up here, they'll do it um, a lot. They'll start off with maybe a four four pack per person limit, and then if they start if it starts going way quicker than they anticipated, eventually they'll say, you know what, two two four packs per person so that more people can get the beer because more people just line up than they expected, and they want more people to get their yeah. beer, not like, you know, so I get that, the, the yeah. price thing, I, that's that's crazy, but, um, alright, cool, mm-hmm. good to know. Um, do you do either of you have any tips or tricks for anyone thinking about getting in a crazy line, or, you know, trying to get a hyped beer, or, or trying to help someone out or something, any tips or tricks for yeah. getting, getting a release, whale hunting? Yeah, don't, uh, don't stop and talk to friends. Oh man, that's my tip. Yeah, just uh, just eyes on the prize. Just eyes on the prize. Don't stop and talk to friends after you get it. Wow. You know, because you have a whole the fucking purpose. community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, wow. get your get your allotment, then go to start uh, schmoozing. Absolutely. Hmm. What about you, it's Joe? Cutthroat. Good. Good, Chad. It's cutthroat here in Iowa. Wow. So Who would have thought? So that, Iowa, they, they so don't mess around out there. I'm thankful it's a lot, it's a lot more um, relaxed out here. I mean, the only thing I would maybe recommend is, like I said, there's not a ton of line shares. I mean, people will bring in a couple bottles. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're trying to be hospitable, mm-hmm. trying to mitigate – any any chance of someone flipping shit for you walking up and down lines and talking to your buddies or whatever? Spray a couple bottles, share it to people that you're in line with. Like you know, you get in line, you know who's in front of you, you know who's behind you. You know, share it, maybe share a beer or two with with those yeah. folks, and then uh, and then you know take the rest of your bottles or whatever and go up and hang out with your dudes or or your friends or whatever or head to the front line to bullshit with the brewers. That that happens a lot here, um, where the brewer will come out you know every now and again and hang out in front of the line and and talk to some of those first people. Um, thanking them for their, you know, wasting their time, lack of better terms. Yeah. No, I'm I'm kind of with Joey on this one. Um, 
Kane was releasing something recently. I forget what it was, but uh, I went. Just, I went to the release. Uh, no, no, that was an online release. This was. Uh, I, I went online. It was like a literally uh, not online. I, like they had a release at the brewery, and there was a line. Um, and and I went there and I got online and it was like you know wrapped a little bit, nothing crazy because I live close, so I don't really. I'm never that far back. But uh, a couple people after me, a buddy of mine showed up. He was maybe three or four people behind me, and I saw him. And I was by myself, so I let everyone in between us go in front of me, and I stood with him. And you should have seen the looks on the people's faces that I was giving up my spot to go a couple spots back just so I could hang out with my buddy for the half hour, 45 minutes that it was going to be. They thought I, they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, guys, I really don't think you're, you guys are going to be the last allotment. We're not that far in line. And if, and if you, if the person in front of me gets the last allotment and you don't, at least give me some for letting you, you know, because that would have been my spot. You know, that's, uh, I don't know. I feel like it'll come back to you. I guess I just want, I didn't want to be, uh, I didn't really just didn't want my buddy or me to kind of be by ourselves hanging out. You know, it's more fun when you're with a friend, right? We didn't have anything to drink, but I think it's more fun when you're there with a friend or partner. You can talk to someone. Not that I don't make friends online anyway, but I'm kind of on the, uh, you know, Walk with a purpose and get there quickly and, you know, make sure you got your allotment, but don't take it too seriously to, you know, I wouldn't snub my friends, Chad. I don't know. You sure these people are really your friends trying to fight you and shit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't say friends. They were uh, acquaintances. All right. Yeah. You've seen them. You've seen them before. I've seen them. All right. uh, I've seen them. You've seen them. You know them. All right, I like I love this one. Someone posted this uh, on the call for content, and I immediately commented on it. Love this. Go to Christmas movies and beer, or what do you pair Christmas movies and beer with? What uh, do either of you okay. have Christmas movies that you love? What's your favorite Christmas movie, and do you pair beer okay. with it? Love okay, do that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, so we'll start here. I have to ask: Is uh a hot dog is Bruce not a sandwich. Bruce Willis. No, I'm not asking that. God damn it. Not yet. It's too early Christmas in the movie? show. Oh, the other one. Is no. Die Hard is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a fucking Christmas movie? Because I don't agree it is, but my wife does. So. I think it is a Christmas Sounds movie. It's not a fucking Joe. Christmas movie. There's no Christmas. Takes place during Christmas. Don't they don't they about. bring up Christmas? Don't they bring up Christmas at some point? They're talking about it. I haven't seen Die Hard in forever, but I'm pretty sure it's, it, like it takes place around Christmas time. There, yeah, there's no like you know actual like it's, I don't think Santa's in it, but I think it is. Why do you have a beer that you pair Die Hard with? Did we lose Chad? Maybe. Oh, I think we maybe. We might have a caller. Uh oh. Well, this, let this be a lesson to you. Let this be a lesson to you folks out in Drama Freeland. Drinking for ten hours. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Pre gaming before the podcast might not be ten hours long. Hey asshole. I can hear all that. <laughs> Welcome back, Shit. buddy. Welcome back, buddy. He made it. So, I heard uh, every fucking thing you said. Yeah, Good. John Hambright. 
John Hambright. What's up, buddy? Is he nice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. All right, take your time, take your time. Hey, John. What's happening? What's up? What's up, dude? How you guys doing? Good, man. Feeling good. Thursday night. Yeah, buddy. Um, where you? Remind me where you calling from again? Michigan. Nice. All right. Cool. Cold days. Oh, yeah, another, another another Michigan guy. Another Michigan yeah, guy. One of, the, one of the nineteen million that we have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Are you calling to uh to talk about your favorite Christmas movie, or did you want to did you want to go back to line etiquette? I didn't even know what you guys were talking about. I just called in. Oh, nice. Uh, but Chad I, was just, I just asking heard... if is is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, I heard that, and then I heard you guys talking about it, and then you were on the fence of whether or not it took place during Christmas or about. Right there answers your question. It's not a Christmas movie. If you if it's not like absolute 100%, you already know it's a Christmas movie. Like, you don't ask, is Elf a Christmas movie? Is Frosty a Christmas movie? Is Elf a movie? Elf? He said Elf. Oh, Elf. 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 I'm like, they made a movie about Elf? <laughs> yeah. Elf, elf is whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just haven't seen Die Hard in forever, so that's why I was like, you know, you can't trust my uh, take on it. So do you have a favorite Christmas movie that you pair a beer with or anything? Oh, God. Favorite Christmas movie to pair a beer with? No, I mean, Will Ferrell is uh, one of those. He he moves the needle one way or another for people. I think he's a pretty hilarious guy. So I do like Elf. That's why I said I think it's a funny movie. I always watch Uh, it. uh, Elf is excellent. But I don't, I mean, I don't pair any beer with it. I'm drinking Four Elf right now, Rum Barrel Four Elf from Dark Horse, which oh, is nice. kind of ironic. What about Mad Bingo. Elf from Traegs, the Traegs. the winter sp- spice beer, the Belgian, with all the like the high ABV one? I think I've only had it once a couple of years ago. Oh really? Oh man, that that beer. Uh, every time you have that beer, you know your night ends kind of in a blur. Oh yeah. <laughs> Joey, what's your go-to Christmas movie if you have one or a couple? No rules. Uh, so it's it split between two ways for me. Like I like old movies. I like I like the original Miracle of Thirty Fourth Street. I like um, It's a Wonderful Life. I like those old movies. It's not really oh, anything you really. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really. I can't say I pair those movies with anything. But I'd mm-hmm. be more than happy to sip on a little bit of whiskey while I watch some of those older movies. Um, but nice. one movie that I do try to pair stuff with, um, Christmas Vacation. Um, I will try to either make eggnog in advance or have an eggnog stout or some type nice. of eggnog-related type beer, and uh, I'll try to pair that up. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm kind of with you as far as the old movies go, but I don't go as as far back as Miracle or It's a Wonderful Life. I um, Home Alone is one of my top five movies of all time. I love that. I, I mean, I grew up watching that almost every day, uh, literally, not even during Christmas time, just I just love that movie growing up as a kid. Uh, also, I think Scrooged with Bill Murray may be oh, the, most yeah. underrated, the most underrated Christmas movie, if not one of the most underrated movies ever. I love that movie so much. Um, I, I also, you know what? Whiskey would be a good one to pair with that movie because he's got the, uh, he's got the decanter in his office when he's like the, you know, the asshole business executive and he, to the, um, to the ghost, then he shoots it, and then remember the ghost drinks it, and all the 
it squirts out of all the holes that he shot him with. Yeah. And uh a Christmas story. You know what? Now that we're talking about it, maybe maybe before Christmas I will drink that only I didn't say fudge beer while watching a Christmas story. That might be a good exercise. Let's get an inspiration here. Yeah, good good uh, tie in there between the two. Thank you. Well, yeah, I didn't. I never even heard of the beer, and then it got sent to me a while ago, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll save it for Christmas. It's a, it's a heavy stout, and it's based on a Christmas story, so I might as well just hang on to it. What about you, John? You got a? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, you said Elf. John. Yeah, but now that you're talking about it, I mean, I like a Christmas story. Um, That was a good one. Watch that. Mm I mean, there's a lot of good ones. I, nothing really sta- – I'm stuck with toddlers watching Polar Express now and all the old ones, all the old Frosties and stuff. So it is bringing back memories and the Abominable Snowman. I mean – Polar Express is a pretty sweet movie. movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to go from this now that we got Christmas movies out of the way. Christmas beers. Any any uh, Christmas themed beers that we all love more than another, or winter I guess, but Christmas is more you know it's Christmas week. Christmas is in four days. Let's get festive. Hmm. Tough. I know. Do you, I uh, I'll start. I like um, the one. Oh, duh. This is an easy one. So forever I've been drinking Anchor Steam, the Anchor Christmas. New Year's beer, and uh, there's just something about that beer. It's not like a whale. It's very easily accessible. They've been around forever. Not a crazy hype brewery, but I love that beer. I it just I think it, it nails it. It's not too strong. It got it gets all the the flavors and the spices of the season right. Um, I haven't had this year's batch yet, but you can. I mean, I will have it. I I can't go winter without tr- at least getting a bottle to try. So that's mine. Uh, Anchor. Merry, what is it? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I think is the official yeah. title of that beer. Love yeah, that. that's yeah, that's correct. Um, and it, it actually, you, you saying that reminded me. Although it wasn't intentional, but um, on Monday night at our, at our local bottle share, somebody brought a a, a vertical 2010 through 2017 of of oh, those, wow. those Anchor bottles, and it was really really cool to go through the the seven years of you know tasting how that beer. One has changed over the years, but they also use different spices from one year to the next. So yeah, it was really, I was going to really ask how the kind of go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep, I was going to ask how the old ones held up. That's like that's it would be interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I I like to attribute to something like a barley wine. Um, so the twenty ten through twenty twelve has not held up terribly well. You get a lot of oxidation. Um, 2013-2014 mm-hmm. is a sweet spot. Um, the I think there was ten of us, and between the ten of us, it was pretty much split between 2013 and 2014, being the best of of that seven year vertical. And then of course, even, you know, nice. twenty good. I mean, twenty fifteen through today, we're, we're still very very good. Yeah, yeah twenty fifteen through today, we're very good. Yeah. All right, so three to four years apparently is the sweet spot, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good, and I, I think just to kind of put my own stamp on, on the topic in terms of Christmas beers, I, one thing that I've noticed this year is it seems like at least here, at least here in Colorado, and I think I've seen some, you know, some other little, you know, notifications from different breweries and whatnot. Um, it seems like the, the peppermint slash candy cane beer 
his uh, oh, yeah. really hitting hit, really hitting stride. I saw that Goose Island had posted, I think it was earlier today, that they were tapping a candy cane version of BCBS. Um, oh, I can't imagine how that would taste. But uh, I know that we've yeah. got um, we've, we've got a couple breweries here in town that are releasing peppermint style stouts, including my uh, my little watering hole. Um, we'll be releasing a, a peppermint bark stout on uh, on Friday tomorrow. Really, I'm not huge on yeah. peppermint. Uh, I haven't really had many peppermint beers that I've enjoyed, so I can't imagine I would enjoy those. But it's a cool thing to do for the season, definitely. Um, so another one that I I kind of I guess my craft beer experience grew up with having was the Breckenridge Merry Christmas beer, and now I know they they mm. sold out, and I haven't had one of those in a, in a couple of years. But I remember really enjoying that one years ago, and I know they're they're out where you are. So uh, I don't know if you see that out, and uh, you're pretty staunch eight. Anti A B right. So you, um yeah, it, it it depends on how the mix strikes me. I, I typically won't go out and buy a six pack of anything from Breck. Um, but right. if I go to a tap house or something and I'm looking for some, if I'm looking for specific Christmas beers and it's one of the few that are on there, I know it's decent. I've had it you know a few times over the course yeah, of the, the eleven exactly, years yeah. I've lived here, and and I know it's something that I can go to. Awesome. Um, what about do we still have John on the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, do you got um, a Christmas beer, your favorite go-to or something? Not a go-to necessarily, but, I mean, growing up in Kalamazoo, it kind of, it's it's a thing. You get a Christmas ale from Bell's, but it's it's nothing special. Um, unfortunately, Bell's is pretty dogmatic in the sense of their distribution footprint, and not footprint, distribution lineup. They haven't really made any big changes in God forever. So no one gets to try any of their stuff on tap. They're they're good. They have forty beers on tap at all times, and and no one gets to try the stuff made in house. Uh, so it's unfortunate. And the Christmas ale, everything stays the course. Larry Bell just never wants to change anything. There's a change at the guard about a year ago. So hopefully, with Laura, his daughter coming in, there's rumors of a specialty uh, bottling line and all these things coming in, and so. Hopefully, Bell starts really pushing the envelope on some of these styles because they haven't done much for the, the nationwide distribution. But, yeah, I mean, if I go out Christmas week and there's a bar or a place I'm going to for dinner, you got to have a Bell's Christmas sale. I mean, nice. it's just one you got to find it at some place. That, oh, you got to find it. I was going to say, does it hit most taps in the uh, in the area? you got to well, kind of search it out. Yeah. No, you don't have to find it. I, yeah, every track that's him. You don't have to find it. Bell oh. dominates every tap house. It'll be everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you go any you you go anywhere and they have their staples on tap. The hmm. Bell's owns the town of Kalamazoo. <laughs> nice, good to know. Chad, what about you? Go to Christmas beer, favorite Christmas beer, Christmas themed beer. What do you got out in Iowa? Ah, uh, you know, any uh, Christmas beer is a good beer. So it doesn't really matter. I'll drink PBR. I'll drink is PBR uh, Christmas beer. Is that like the diehard of Christmas beers? <laughs> That's the diehard of Christmas beers. It's just fucking beer. You're with family. They drive you nuts. Just drink fucking beer. Nice. All right. All right. So Chad's Chad's go-to Christmas beer is any beer. Did you, Does yeah, anyone have? Could you make an argument that any high AB well, probably to the family, and just stuck dealing with all the in-laws. 
John, um, are you talking through a goddamn funnel? <laughs> <laughs> Is this better? Top of your beer bone. There you go. Yes, buddy. yes. Oh, maybe my hand was in front of the mic or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I think what you said was, could you make the argument, is any high ABV beer that you drink during the holidays with your family a Christmas beer? Yes. Is that what you said? No, um, exactly. No, no I don't think so. It's not ABV. Think... It, it just means get me drunk, get me past dealing with you all. I don't yeah, care no, I what the ABV is. Understood. I think uh, it should be, you know... The beer should have to be seasonal. It should only come out in November or December around Christmas time, and it should be at least a little, you know, the marketing or the name or something of it should let you know that, yeah, this is a beer for the holiday time. It doesn't have to be Christmas, but it should be a beer that, you know, they come out with specifically for Christmas or the holidays anytime at this time of year that, you know, drink it and feel festive, that keep warm. That's uh, That's how I view it. Well, then, uh, with all that criteria, did you guys see that Chug video on my birthday about Santa Claus? Sandwich What's Claus that? or whatever. That, Sammy, that beer that, Sammy Claus? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that beer that's brewed on December 6th, but it's Santa. So oh, I every didn't year. see it. Oh, that, I think that beer is fucking awful. But a really? lot of people like it, yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but... <laughs> I understand that. Is it because uh, because it's a Belgian style Christmas beer? And do you, have you had the Christmas version of Saint Barnabas? I have not. Yeah, search no, that, search that one out. That might change your mind. Okay. Well, yeah, why? I, you've had Backwards Bastard, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it's like a double Backwards Bastard in sweetness with really no barrel undertones. So it's really just a sweetened mess, in my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, all right. Does anyone have any uh, any bottle share plans for the next week or holiday, holiday-themed bottle share plans or any any cool Christmas, uh, Christmas plans yeah, you got I going do. on? Uh, I'm going to drink them all. All the whales. Drink like Pokemon? Them You're yep. going to catch them all? Got to catch them all. I'm going to drink them all. Nice. My cellar needs like cleaned. I'm going to drink like it. Your Pokemon? Yeah. Nice. I think, uh, I think uh, a Christmas or bottle share, uh, some sort of themed bottle share like that would probably be pretty fun. With a bunch of people would probably get pretty hammered. But uh, is anyone brewing anything? I, know, I, I don't think we got. I know we did the homebrew segment last week, but is anyone yeah. uh, brewing anything over the next week or so for like a holiday beer? I, I have no, no plans. I'm, 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 we're busy enough as it is this time of year. I don't need to add a day of brewing into my already busy weekend. Yeah, exactly. No hard pass on brewing this week. <laughs> yeah. You doing yeah, any bottle shares, Kelly? Um, no, we did our, our. You're fine. You're fine. Our local bottle share we had we had on Monday. We do that once a month. The next one I think is January fifteenth or something like that. Maybe I can't get my date straight. I think the next one locally is January fifteenth. And then um, I know that uh, there's the uh, the lesser known Black Project bottle share that you know the, the folks at the Black Project will put on. 
Um, and well, I it's believe, not lesser known anymore. Well, I think a couple people in the group know about it, but there's also only, I think, a couple people in the group that will attend it because we're only proximal to, to Denver. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think the, the I think their next one is the 18th, 19th, 20th, something like that. So that 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 week in January, I'll have two shares going on here in Denver. Otherwise, otherwise, no. No shares for Christmas except for just enjoying some some wonderful alcoholic beverages with with my my significant other and yeah yeah and then uh, nice. just going back to the the, the brewing comment um, we've got tentative plans I keep saying tentative because we we're still we still we're still trying to acquire all the materials necessary to do it um, but our our next batch our next batch of mead will likely be if not next week so um, you know sometime couple of days after christmas it might be the first week of the new year mm-hmm. nice i actually have a bottle ship plan for next friday the 29th uh it's like right before new year's uh it should be a pretty big one i got i mean all my you know friends who love the whales they'll they should be there um and i have a buddy of mine who works at Upland over in Indiana. He brews for Upland. He used to brew out in Jersey. I became friends with him then. Now he brews for Upland. Uh, he's in town. Every time he's in town, we meet up uh, and, you know, just have a couple of beers. But he's come to the share. Uh, so that should be really fun. And, we, you know, the bottle list so far looks pretty, pretty killer. So that's uh, that's all I got going on. Does that, did anyone crack another beer? Or are we still sipping on number one? Are we slow old people right now? No, no. I uh, I just cracked the Dragon's Milk S'mores variant. Oh, man. Ooh. I have not had that one. Uh, on tap, I think it's freaking amazing. In the bottle, it's a little bit thin, I guess. There's less creaminess. I don't know if, I don't know if that makes any sense, but... It's uh, it's sweet. It's I assume it's overly sweet. Dragon's Milk, um, as it is, 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 a, is a, it's a hefty beer. Hey, let me let me take another sip and then get back in on that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish my morning yeah. bell as we speak. Yeah, it's, I mean it's sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, can, you can definitely say that. I love. I, I didn't even know they made a s'mores version of that. I've had a couple of the the variants, but I didn't even know they had a s'mores version. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it went pretty quick. They just released a salted caramel version this week. Oh man. They're just riding that. Uh... <laughs> All right, so we're we're coming uh, we're coming close to forty five minutes here. I like I really liked this one too, and I know a lot of people commented on it in the uh, in the post. It was a good post. Um, so let's talk about it real quick while we have at least uh, a caller and some some people here. What beer? If you could have one beer that could be resurrected that uh, was I guess discontinued or whatever, what what would it be? Uh, Joey, start with you first. Um, the answer that I gave within the group was um, was Barrel Age Mexican Acromatic, um, which um, was released, I believe, twice up at Weldworks, second time in bottles. It was uh, there was an infection issue, and subsequently, I do believe it was determined that Acromatic, the, the base stout beer, um, will not be barrel aged anymore due to its relatively low alcohol content. So they were focusing all their barrel aging on Medianoche, um, which a lot of people heard recently and has has had some infection issues as well. Um, so there's no more barrel aged Mexican acromatic, but next month we will get a chance to see a, a barrel aged Mexican Medianoche. 
So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, and I just don't know if it's going to be as good as the old Bama. Um, but mm-hmm. you never know. So we'll see what happens here next month. Nice. Uh, John, you're still on the line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, do you have well, Do you have a discontinued beer that uh, well, you'd like to? Yeah, it's funny you ask. I'm I'm the one who posted the question. So. Oh wow, even even good. We have the source. Did you answer on the post? Yeah, I said uh, Founders Red Rye. Oh. So Founders used to, and it was in their whole distribution footprint was their Red Rye IPA. Um, mm-hmm. It was delicious. It was a little bit, of course, rye IPAs are a little bit different than standard IPAs. And I think they got in the competition of shelf life, and, and it didn't have as much shelf life as yeah. I don't know, other IPAs with the with the caramel caramel malts and, and the rye. And so they discontinued it. But I guess there's some long, rumblings that it may come back. How long has it been discontinued? I'd say it's a good three to four years at this point. Oh, I mean, no. they they have it on tap all the time, and you can get it at in growler fills here or there around town. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to are those old, are those old kegs? No, no, no. They still brew it all the time. It's a mainstay for them. You just oh, can't you just get want it in bottles? Yeah, I just want to resurrect it in bottles in the stores because I live in I'm 45 minutes away from Grand Rapids, oh, okay. so. Oh man, that's, I don't know. Does that meet? Does that uh, meet the criteria? Is that the rules? Uh, they still brew it. You just I mean, you have to it. go to the source to get it. I mean, there's a lot of places you can go to the source to get it. I guess. Oh man. So. All right, yeah, all right. I don't know. I Chad. Eh. Yeah. Chad, what about you? What's the one that got away? Did we lose Chad? No, that is the one that got away. Nice. What uh, what beer would you like to see resurrected? Uh, all of them. Every beer. TBR. <laughs> TBR. No. All right. For, you know, vanilla ahead, rye. Yeah, that that was a beer that is still being resurrected, but it doesn't have a value. <laughs> I'll chug it every day. Give me a VR, I'll chug it. Vanilla rye. Nice. I've never tasted it, so please don't chug it. <laughs> it is. It's a very, very good beer. Delicious. Very, very good beer. Yeah, it's, I've also it's never had it. Delicious. That's what I hear. Nice. For me, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, so, Kane, uh, a couple years ago, maybe two or three summers ago, they did this beer. Oh man, what was it called? Oh, it was a Hop Lab when they first started their Hop Lab, which they don't do anymore because they just started making beers. But uh, they did. They used to do Hop Labs, and they came out with one called an Imperial Red. It was just called Hop Lab Imperial Red, and this was one of the best beers I had of that year. It was when I tell you it was dark red, like maroon. It was insane. It was so creamy. Um, supposedly, what happened was they were brewing another batch of something and the batch went wrong. They didn't have the right amount of ingredients or something. So they just hopped the shit out of a rye beer and it came out incredible. And it was the only batch they ever made. They made like very limited kegs of it. You could fill a growler of it, like 132 ounce growler of it or something. And it was delicious. It was so good. Um, I doubt that, uh, I don't even know if they could make it again if they tried because it was a mistake, but I wish, uh, I wish that came back also sea change, but he has said that he might bring that back. So 
I don't really consider it as like defunct more so than just, you know, they probably don't have much time to put Brett in beers these days. So that's my answer. So if Mike Kane is listening. To to kind of piggyback off of that, maybe that's a topic to talk about next week is the happy mistakes that breweries that maybe people know of that haven't been discussed. It was. Yeah, that's a good idea. It was on the thread today of what could be resurrected. It was a Trillium beer. I think Scaled Way Up or something like that. Scaled Way Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a mistake, and they hoped it would come back. And now you mentioned another mistake. So maybe there's more people in the group that may know about mistake beers. Exactly. The thing about mistake beers is, like, how many people would actually know which beers are the mistakes? Because the breweries probably don't want you to know, oh, yeah, we messed this up, so we just released it or something else. That's like... If I was a right. brewer, I would not want that to get out. So how many are there that we know about? But that's a good uh, – I'm sure with the with this group, we could at least talk about a couple. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I think a, uh, a complimentary tangent to that, just because I know it's happened at least twice that I know of with, with local breweries, is a mistake beer that was submitted to, in this case, GABF and won medals. <laughs> so – what are you going to do with do that? Go, like you can't. Do we have a, you can't bring is this an I know someone who situation where you're not going to name names? Um, I have no qualms not naming names, but I think if we if we draw up the topic for next week, I'd be more than happy to go into greater detail. Nice, cool. There you go. Nice, good. Name, name names if you bad. Well, one more about it. All right, so here um, didn't we discuss this? Then so so uh, forgive me for not being a little more up on this, but you know, Chris Chris put this together because he was supposed to host, and last minute he had an emergency. Um, anyone still play beer games and what games? And I don't. Uh, I think we talked about that recently. We did. No, we did, right? No, we kind of did. We we kind of did, but Steve. You abandoned us. You went to a third world country, so you know you can not third off. world, second world, second world, second world country. Um, <laughs> wait, I think I was all right. Number ten. I thought it was first and third. There was no second. No one ever talks about second. Exactly. Those are the. That's the sweet spot. I like second base. Second base is the best place to be at. <laughs> he likes saying second place is the first loser. Yeah. Second base is good though. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so here, this one is good. Roll call rules, and are the search functions too hard? What are – apparently we have issues with this. Roll call, there's too many roll oh, call because people can't see it. So this is this is one that Chris wrote down, number 10. Roll call rules, and is the search function too hard? Uh, I, I know hmm. it's never hard to find a roll call because there's, like – six a day, like every other hour. And they start and they always start in the morning. Whoever starts in the morning, uh always posts the roll call. It's like, come on, you can't even give it to like noon. <laughs> so my suggestion is there needs to be a standardized roll call, drama free, all one word, something like that, and then the date following space and then the date format. So that's it. There's no Search the word roll, search the word call, whatever. I don't I don't think the searching is too hard myself personally, but I understand it. I live in a world of records management where people have to search for files all day. And if you give too many parameters, 
it blows people's minds. Even the most educated people in the pharmaceutical world can't search shit. Yeah. So you need to make it as intuitive as possible and foolproof. You need a, you just, do you know how hard a simple naming convention is going to be for a thousand people? <laughs> this group has <laughs> over nine hundred people. The simple naming convention of date and roll call is going to no one is going to remember. If you're drinking at eleven in the morning, you're not going to be like, oh wait, what was the naming convention that they said I had to post for a roll call? It's just going to be, hey, I'm drinking first, I beat you. Or it's hey, no more roll call. Give a review on the beer because what's the point of? posting a picture and saying, here's what I'm drinking. Like, give us right. some feedback on it. You're, just, right, you're, you're, you're cluttering the The roll call is supposed to be for the time. thread, right, of whatever, what everyone else is drinking. But if you're posting at 11 a.m., odds are not many people are drinking. So it's like, I guess throughout the day there's only supposed to be one, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyone else I mean, have any input we've on got, it? We've got, we've got people with non-traditional hours, um, which has been kind of a, another topic um, within the group, we got people with non-traditional hours. They they work late. Um, they get off they get off work early in the morning, and you know they get up. You know after they say we've got a nurse who works late late at night through seven a.m. He she gets off work. They want to grab a beer, um, and if they want to post it to the group, you know they might be wanting to create the roll call roll call thread at, at eight a.m. in the morning or whatever. Um, so I, I, I've definitely had no That's opposition to that. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have no opposition to that, but the the lack of search in the twenty seven freaking roll call thread today does bug me because it. I know we got we said that we, people don't want to search. They don't want they don't want to do anything. They don't want to do anything to help out the group. I grasp that. But all you have to do is hit the search, type in the word roll call, hits hit the actual search button, and it comes up with everything. And if you're confused as to which one you're supposed to use, you hit the most recent button, and it gives you everything in a, you know reverse chronological order. So you can find out what the first one is for each day. It takes two seconds. It gives you the answer, and it keeps you from being a dick. So I don't understand why it's that difficult. But it's also, it's also it's a very hot topic for me as well because I can't stand trying to figure it out. I can't stand when, – when I do do my search, I, it, there's six or seven threads for the day, and I'm just like – why does everyone need their own thread? Are people that mm. that in need of attention, or what the hell is that? I don't, I don't think they quite understand. So, all right, all right. <laughs> Chris, that one goes out to you, buddy. Chris better start a roll call tomorrow early after the night he's had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chris, if but you're hey, listening. Is everyone's phone updated to the same? Is it all compatible to, together? Like, does everyone see the same thing when they search roll call? Do they have all those filters? That's the thing. Do we all know what everyone's app looks like? Exactly? Oh, and, and, and Corey's still using it. Yeah, it doesn't so. matter. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, flip phones don't fucking have filters, search. Dad. Hey, post the roll call by text message. Search roll call. You'll get fucking results. All right, that, that's that's the final word on it. Search roll call, you get results. It's true. Um, Just okay, add to somebody like, else's. Uh, okay, Joey, um, glassware craze, your lead. What do you? Uh, what did you want to go with on that? So there, for what it's worth, I think I, I think I think Chris just put this down there and put me as a point person because I'm a, I'm a glassware whore. Um, I, I, there obviously is a craze because I, well, I can. One of you guys might be able to correct me. Um, I don't remember which brewery it was, but they had the they recently re-released the um, the Jack 
the Jack Lantern glass, the Jack from um, the Jack face from um, A Nightmare to Christmas. They had the the Spiegel glasses um, that had the, the the Jack face on it, and people mm-hmm. were lined up. Like you were talking about, like another half or something like that. People were lined up for 13 hours to get one of 100 glasses or something very, very limited like that. And then as they were um, obtained, I guess, or maybe pre-obtained, um, they were in some of these glassware groups selling for 150 to 200 bucks. So I think it's obvious there is a glassware craze, and the emphasis may be craze because it's pretty damn crazy. I love glassware, um, but I'm not going to be waiting in line for – for 10 hours to spend $200 on a glass. Um, yeah. But that's it. I, I do love my glassware. I love being able to drink, um, you know, a beer and a glass that one that was meant to be, to be consumed, to, consumed in, but also, you know, if it's brewery logo, um, that type of thing, it just, it kind of, I hate to say it, but kind of heightens the senses of, of consuming that beer. It kind of creates a more of a, an, a serial right. type of moment. Yeah. It's, it's going to feel moment. Yeah. I um, I gotta say I don't I don't get the glassware thing. Like I I know when there's a cool one, but literally every brewery's coming out with a different glass every other week too. Other half, I mean, every beer they make they got a specific glass for, it and people go crazy over it. Thirty dollars for a glass, like I don't know. I I'm not sure I get it. I have my two go-to glasses. Um, and it's a carton Teku, which I'm sure will explode Corey's head. Um. <laughs> This is like my go-to glass. I drink. It's the only thing I drink out of unless I have company over. Then I drink out of something else. Um, Chad, what about you? Do you are you uh, crazy for glassware? Do you go crazy? Is it like that where you live? Uh, send me all the glassware, everything, anything you have. Let's do it. Send it to me. <laughs> Very gently send it to him because it's it's fragile. It's fragile. Absolutely. It's fragile. It's Italian. It's French. It says right there on the label. Send it all to me. So you love the glassware, huh? I love glassware. I am right. if, if you had to guess a many, lot of glassware. How many glasses do you have? How many beer glasses do, you, do both of you own? Who? You. you. Both of you, by And then Joey. You, Chad. Uh, how many how many beer glasses do you own? Uh, uh, let me see here. I, I would say about one fifty, maybe. One hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's low level. That's Chad, low, Joey. Did they all did they all make yeah. it in the move? Did you yeah. lose any in the? Move? I did not. I did not have one glass break in the move. Wow. We had the fragile label on it. Yeah. <laughs> I moved it. All that shit was sitting <laughs> in the apartment. Joey, what about you? How many how many if you had to guess how many uh glasses do you have? Yeah, I'm probably closer to a hundred. I think Chad's got me lapped by at least at least half. Um wow. yeah, I'm def I'm probably closer to a hundred, but for me it there's I mean, a lot of my, not a lot, I guess most of my glassware is going to be somewhat local. Um, I think I've got more Casey glasses than, than anything else because they release a lot of glassware throughout the year. Um, I think second, just looking at my looking at my shelf, I think second, my my second little, my second highest brewery, I, I would say it's probably toppling Goliath, but, but I've got, I've got almost a dozen different Casey glasses. 
Nice. In search um, of well, uh, Casey glasses. I so send him one. He needs <laughs> an easy find, brother. It's an easy find, brother. All right, well, if, uh, it's 10 o'clock right now, so if that's it and we don't want to hit 15, I think, uh, Chad, why don't you uh, sign us off? It's been fun, boys. John, thanks for calling, man, if you're still here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's been Cheers. fun, man. Yeah, John. John, thanks for calling in. Hey, Chad, uh, Steve. What the fuck mm-hmm. happened? Steve, Joey, uh, always a pleasure. We like drinking with you guys. Um Stay tuned. Yeah, one, I think uh, one day we'll have a full. I think we'll like, have a full cast one day this soon. Yeah, Hopefully. number fifteen. It just you know I really we want to talk to it. about it, but nobody wants to do what? it. You know we don't have the what? whole crew. Yeah, I want to do it. I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I like it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm there right with right there with you. Uh, nice. So drama free. Right. Stay safe. Stay good. Be well. Merry Christmas. We'll see Happy you holidays. next week. Yes, absolutely. Happy holidays. See you guys Cheers. later. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.